welcome to our first ever podcast between me, Hugh Gwynn, and Lyndon Farrell. Uh, well, where we'll be discussing everything to do with self-improvement and how to develop as a person. So, Lyndon, do you want to give some background about yourself? Yeah, that would be great. Um, so, basically, last year was a mess. <laughs> Everyone mm-hmm. can sit there and say that 2020 was not their year. I don't think anyone had a you know a particularly good year. So, I wanted to make a difference in myself. I wanted to change. I wanted to be like, you know, this year was just so bad. Next year I have to do something different. I have to be better. So I started my LinkedIn journey. It was a very slow process, a very slow get up, but I'm so happy that I did because I was able to find and meet this amazing person, Hugh. How about you, Hugh? Um, yeah, same for me, honestly, like going to school last year, I was in sixth form and then the exam board telling us that we can't do exams, that was a better blow for me because I really wanted to do well in my exams so I could go to a good university. But yeah, I did get into university and I'm currently studying Welsh at Swansea University and my biggest goal is to become a broadcaster or a presenter. So that's my biggest goal. And I think it was a month ago where I decided I want to build connections and just improve my professional career. So that's when I downloaded LinkedIn and I actually spoke to my cousin and he persuaded me to start my LinkedIn journey. So I downloaded it and I started posting a few things, just written content. And then one day I got a personalized request from you, I think, saying that you enjoyed reading my content. And I was like, oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, because I think that was one of my first personalized requests because I wasn't big at all. Like, I'm not big now, but I wasn't popular at all. Like, no one sent me any requests to a part of my network but you actually did so that meant a lot and then from then we just started speaking and then the connection grew and we had a zoom call and it just developed from there and i feel like we can rely on each other we bounce off each other and we can just talk about random stuff about linkedin and our self-improvement journey but no the no it sounds good though you're the way you got into LinkedIn sounds very good and it's the same for many people I think like a lot of people go on to LinkedIn to improve themselves and yeah just self-improvement so yeah um, so the first question is what's your opinion on self-improvement what does that mean to you? I think that is a very loaded question I, I really like it though um, I'm going to go down kind of like a different path. I think that most people would. I think self-improvement is not linear. Um, Self-improvement can literally, in my opinion, mean failure. Because how I see it is you could be making no progress one day, but to sit there and be able to say, that's okay. I wasn't able to make progress today. 
but I can tomorrow. And even if you can't the next day, it's about being able to not just be okay with not being able to produce or being able to work, but accepting that and seeing that that is part of the overall journey. Because I think a lot of people, they just see self-improvement from this kind of, you know, motivational sense where you get the person who's a millionaire and he's posting online like self-improvement, you know, all you have to do is just do it. And it's like, it's hard. That's very hard to sit there and just say like, oh, I want to do something that's hard. And then to go and act on that, that's even harder. And so Mm -hmm. self-improvement isn't just every day you're getting better at something. It's being able to accept the process and realize that other things are going to happen. You cannot plan out everything. And that even in the times that you're like, I don't think I did anything or I'm not doing well, that's what gives you self-improvement for the future. A good example I can give is literally last year. I did basically nothing, nothing. (laughs) And Mm. one would look at that and go, well, you're not self-improving. But I had to go through that to realize and see what I wanted and to improve. Because if you haven't experienced the worst of the worst, you won't be able to get to the best of the best. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's a great point, I think. So what you're saying is basically trust the process. And also what I've got from that is it depends on the individual. Like no single person is the same. Self-improvement can be different for every single person Mm -hmm. on the planet. And I feel like my definition of self-improvement is different from yours and yours is different from another person. So it definitely depends on the person. But I definitely see your point of view. Like, I do agree with you. But I think also it's important. My my point of view about self-improvement is improving 1% every single day. So that's my... That's my if someone asked me to find self-improvement, that's what I'd say, just improving 1% every single day. So for me, it's setting goals for myself and then working backwards, thinking what can I do today to achieve that goal? So for me, it's about running, working out. It's about playing football. It's about reading. It's about trying to build connections and stuff like that that's for me self-improvement but I definitely see your point of view that it's important to realize where you're at and be grateful for the point you're at I've had many interesting conversations about this and I've heard so many different people speaking about it and I think the best quote that fits is what you do what you did six months ago or a year ago automatically what you did six months ago or a year ago shows where you're at right now and what you're doing right now is gonna translate into where you're at in six months or a year so it's about working hard in the micro um, and being patient in the macro for results to pay off in the end that's what 
that's what I personally think self-improvement is. But I definitely see your point. That's a very insightful point, I think. Do you want to go into a bit more detail with that? Do you want to talk a bit more about that? Yeah. So, and I I like your point. I I like that. Um, I guess, and I feel like I've noticed this on LinkedIn, the the attitude and the vibe that I really come from is a mental health perspective vibe because, and I'm not saying that what you're saying is wrong. It's not by any stretch of imagination, but if someone is, and not even just mental health, but you know, external factors too, because if someone is going through, Oh, you know, maybe their mom has cancer or maybe their dad is, you know, not part of the family or their sister is going through a horrible divorce anything or maybe they're just not doing well or they see everybody else doing so well on you know not just linkedin but in life you know i think it's very hard for that person to listen to a message of someone saying hey look just improve one small thing every day because that's very hard as i was saying earlier um there was a time it was honestly at the very beginning of my LinkedIn journey I almost quit LinkedIn because I was like this is too much like I saw all of these posts where people were like your posts are going to get liked oh people are going to gauge if you you just have to be this you have to be that and I would see huge huge LinkedIn accounts where they would post something like something so arbitrary like oh I pray that you get the job you want this upcoming Monday and the post would get Mm. like 6k likes and I'm thinking yeah. If I posted that, no one would like it. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. It was very difficult. And so I think um that's why I say self-improvement is is such a fluid path where you're gonna have a bunch of ups and you're gonna have a bunch of downs. Because yeah. you know, there was a day, there were a few days where it made me so upset where I was just like, I don't even want to get out of bed. Or you know how like my life was before I did mm. LinkedIn, where I, I was not excited to wake up. I was there was literally a day of the week where I think I woke up at 5 p.m. I literally went to bed the night before at like 1 a.m. and did not wake up and crawl out of bed until 5 p.m. the next day. And so yeah. that's you know very much into the mental health path. But I think my definition and my stance on it comes very much from you know taking in consideration external and internal uh, demons, if that makes any sense. Yeah. So it sounds like you've you've built your opinion on what you've experienced yourself, basically. That's what you're saying. Yeah, what I've experienced myself and also um, kind of just, I, I've always been interested in like how and why humans say and do the things that they do. A lot of people are focused on just what people say, but I'm not focused on that. Mm -hmm. I'm focused on how and why they said what they said and even the way that they say it too. It's like all that is interesting to me, kind of like how you were saying, oh, 1% improvement. I'm not thinking like, oh, wow, okay, Hugh said that. I'm thinking, why did Hugh say that? How did you come to that conclusion? And then I take into consideration, ah, you did sports all of your life. Sports is very much one of those things where if you don't self-improve pretty much every day 
you're not going to make the cut, yeah. you know? And so exactly. it's very yeah. interesting to juxtapose where you're coming from and where I'm coming from, because I think they are harmonious in certain ways, but they do also yeah. have dissonance. Yeah, definitely. I think the bad thing with social media at the moment is that we compare our worst life. So where we're at at the moment to everyone else's best life because everyone else posts like amazing photos of them and on holiday in front of a swimming pool and stuff like that in amazing countries while while we're sat at home like not doing anything or something like that and I think that just shows the bad side of social media even though there's so many positives like LinkedIn you can connect with so many amazing people I definitely think there's negatives to it and it's all to do with the people you consume Mm -hmm. like you it's all to do with the content you consume at the end of the day if you consume content that makes you feel like you're missing out well that's going to have a negative effect on yourself Mm -hmm. and going back to the point you said about um self-improvement being individual to everyone I definitely think my points of view on self-improvement is different to yours because as you said I've played sports all my life so I've listened to podcasts where it's been about one percent every single day all the time going out to the field and playing football every day that's how you improve and I think there's definitely similarities between sports and professional career and stuff like that but also you've got to take into account the mental health aspect of it. If you if you push too hard, then you're going to hit a wall and you won't be able to do more. Like it's better to do a bit every day than to do too much. So I think it's all about, they talk a lot about in sports, about if you've got an injury, like listen to your body. Mm. I think it's the same with your mental health, like listen to your mind. When your mind tells you to rest, well, rest. I think the best thing to do is to go outside, if possible, and just experience the fresh air, go outside of the nature and listen to the birds. Like On some days, I feel like when I listen to Netflix, that's so beneficial to me. But on other days, I feel like that's so bad for me because my phone is next to me and I'll go on Instagram and I'll see the people partying or something. And I just feel sad because I'm missing out on that. But I shouldn't be, I should be grateful that I just, I should be grateful for where I'm at because everyone's at different stages of their life. Like, yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's definitely the pretty, pretty solid way of putting it. No, I mean, yeah, I think it's just, it's, it's an interesting question to, um, or I guess an interesting point to highlight because I think you're right. There is a lot of people that get caught up and get discouraged because you're right on LinkedIn and just in general social media, they'll look at someone else explaining a concept or giving their own version or definition of something. And then because it's getting all this like, it's getting all this attention, everyone's validating it. The person who's looking at it, that small person who's, I guess not small, but that person who's not in a good place right now, they're looking at that and then they kind of think of, they compartmentalize that. I mean, sorry, they internalize that and they think, oh, well, that has to be Mm. what the definition of 
self-improvement is and then it just makes it harder for them and so i really like how you brought up the whole like social media being like this yeah. double-edged sword of you know it's it's there to help uplift people but at the same time you know it can also be harmful in a lot of ways too it's just you know depending on you know it's just hard it's, it's very hard I think you've got a very interesting point of view about self-improvement and I definitely agree with you. It's all to do with the individual and I definitely think that social media can affect people's mental health and affect their point of view. And of course there is positives but there is, there's also negatives to do with social media. But no, I think we've had a very interesting conversation today just about self-improvement so thank Thanks. you, Lyndon, for that. Thank you. Um, thank you for having me yeah. on here. Yeah. No and problem at all. Look forward to the next one.